is a public service announcement. The episode that you are about to listen to is part of the annual Distraction Pieces podcast, Drunkcast. What is about to follow may be offensive, may be stupid, may... It's basically, it's us getting drunk, and please forgive us if we say anything horrific. All right, on with the episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces podcast, episode 400 and... 547. I'm not drunk now. This is recorded way after the drunk cast. This is episode 547. It's the drunk cast. It's part two. I'll keep it brief. Oh, hang on, buddy. Did I actually leave this in, buddy? <laughs> I've just realised I didn't mention the my merch and everything in the last one. It's Christmas. I need your merch sales. Speechdevelopmentrecords.com, patreon.com forward slash scroobiuspip, twitch.tv forward slash scroobiuspipio. They're done. Let's get on with the drunk cast. This is episode two. If you've just tuned in, go back and listen to episode one. I think it's my favourite episode one of all the drunk casts. It's quite serious, but it's very honest. So yeah, go back and listen to episode one and then continue on with this mess. This is part two of the drunk cast 2023 with Chris and Stu. Let's go. You might save one for what? Ron. Who's Ron? Later on. Later on. <laughs> Fucking hell. Can't believe that's how we're coming back into the podcast. Oh, you recorded it? Yeah. <laughs> I missed you say I might save one for Ron. Listener, I've got some frosty French fancies. And Chris has just asked for one, so I passed one over. And then I offered Stu one. He said I might save one for Ron. And then we started recording and he explained his wonderful terminology. Goes. Here we are. And we were talking about camper van trips. Mm. I'm sure we've told it on the drunk cast before. So most people probably didn't see that as the cliffhanger I made it out to be. Yeah. But it was when we were in Leeds, wasn't it? When we were living in my little van. Yeah, we were living in your van. But every night, I'd stri- I don't know if we switched side, but it felt like I would be on the left. And I'd wake up at like 5am, 4am. And my breath, breath, there'd be like steam coming out of my breath. It was that cold. I'd be looking, <laughs> I'd be freezing with like my, my like super bag up to my eyes. And then I look over and Pip was just in his pants. <laughs> just lying there like sweaty. I'd kick my covers off. I always remember it because it was specifically in, in Leeds and it was when we parked next to a graveyard. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. And you were on the side of the graveyard. <laughs> yeah. And I was on the other side. I generally look around, and in the night, without me waking up, and I'm a light sleeper, Chris had put all his clothes on, <laughs> had his hood up, had a hat on, and was proper in his sleeping bag. I've got green Adidas cap on your right. Yeah. And then I, he looked around at me, and I'm there in my pants, just going, Oh, mate, morning. That's what you gang banged by ghosts. So you were like... <laughs> it was the ghosties. Yeah, it, was, it was terrible. So, I don't know, if we did that... Um, this back to the road trip question by Georgie. Um, yeah, I'd be well up for it. Like you know, so, even if we can unpack a little tent and I can, I'll sleep in a tent on the side of the road or wherever we go. Could just something. go to like a campsite where they've got showers and stuff. You got you some great ones. Some great ones in in, in Wales, isn't there? Mm. It's all around Wales, there's these amazing yeah. campsites. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. yeah I've got to sleep on the side of the road, Chris. Oh, oh sorry. I mean, you do you, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might just go and have a shower somewhere. There's loads of graveyards. Right, I'm going to head on to the campsite now, Chris. You good? I'll, I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> well, I can't hear you. Yeah, wait for, for the lorries to go past and tell me. <laughs> All right, no, no, text me, mate. Text me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd be well up for it. I'd, I'm up for I'd, again. The problem is, I know you, 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 you're not going to want to take your van all the way to Scotland because um, it's not like a new van. Or, do you know what I mean? It's you. You might be concerned of it, it getting there, but it'd 100 make it there. Uh, it's like it's a good van in regards to like the engine and that. But that's a big trip. Yeah, I mean, I know that we got home from Scotland in your car in about an hour and a half. Like, <laughs> but I didn't take in any of the scenery because I had my hands over my eyes for the entire yeah. journey. 
But yeah, to go to Scotland to make it worth your while, it's a you week. need a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, uh, but there's so much up there, isn't there? Oh fucking! I've got me and Gail were talking about it actually I was up at the fringe and I bumped into Gail and, and she was saying I need to convince you to, to bring the van up mm. to, to Scotland and we're going and find some some lakes to jump in uh, yeah I'm uh, I packed me my little budgie smuggler as well me shorts for um, for Jersey at the weekend going to go and have a little sea swim over there yeah but um, oh, we've not had a sea swim this year either have we well we did one at the start of the year Prior to the last drunk cast. Yeah. That was the coldest thing we've ever had. Too much, yeah. 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 Hurt my balls. Yeah, yeah. You you got out a little bit panicked. Yeah. And like, that was insane level cold, that. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I'd only, a month before, been jumping in fucking rivers in the Lake District in December. Mm. But that, fuck me, that swim was unreal. There was same... In the sea, I don't know what it was. Hello, that <laughs> <laughs> really tight. made my balls tight. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> yeah, I've not, no, I've not done much this year. I did a few night swims. Yeah. I really enjoy that in the in in the summer. I almost yeah. hit both. I think I asked you on one of them. I think mm. I hit you up, but it's one of the things I miss from Margate massively. Mm. Is with. Um, the, the mercy of tides mm. with Southend because Margate has got the two seawater oh, Lido poles, things, yeah. yeah. So you can go at any time in the morning or night. Yeah. Whereas I had ages where I really fancied it, mm. and the tides just weren't matching up. And then yeah. when they hit, I had two nights in a row. I went and ju- I just had a sw- sw- swim, and I normally do it kind of outside Ch- Chalkwell Station. Mm. And the first time I went up That's there... It's like it was, me sleeping in a lay-by. You should use the sea. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a nice little <laughs> bit, but it was so weird because I went to, and then I kind of thought, oh, no. That's where we went, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had the weirdest thing. I thought I'd have a bit of a walk first. And... Because that's the kind of area I went to school and that. Mm. I was walking along and I could smell some kids smoking <laughs> shit weed. Oh, right. So, like, like resin. Like, not... not. Yeah. And again, you never think of that anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> smell some... <laughs> that way. Children, lollipops. <laughs> no. Um, no, but smoking shit resin, which, again, yeah. I haven't thought about since school because... Just everyone just has weed now, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. But it was proper nostalgic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was proper that kind of d- dirty resin. And then, yeah, I just it was a full moon, and I just found a nice spot. I think that was it. The first time I had to walk along, there was a few too many people just melling m- about, mm. and it feels kind of a bit weird. Just yeah. going, yeah. oh, let's just go in for a swim yeah. at midnight or 11 o'clock or whatever. But then I had a bit of a walk and came Full back. Full moon and... at night, you taking your clothes off, mate, people are going to be very fucking yeah. scared of what you're yeah, going to... You ain't got far to go before you turn into a werewolf. And I do the whole transformation. <laughs> <laughs> I really get my... I arch my, my shoulders and, and, and really go into it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just floating in the sea at night where it's all just pitch black. And again, I have panics. I'll be really relaxed and then I'll go, I think there's something in this... Like, <laughs> I think something will brush along my leg. Again, it, it won't even be that, but it'll be that kind of st- stupid thing. I'll be so relaxed and then my mind will just go to, I'm going to make a move now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a move. I don't know what's in here. But it's so peaceful because it's it, it feels like a sensory deprivation tank because when you... Because it's seawater, you can fl- float that that bit easier. And when you just go on Dark your back, side, yeah. ears under, so, so you're losing all the sound, all you've got is the moon and everything is just dark. It's mm. fucking... That's mm. oh, the best. Beautiful. So, so, so we'll have to, to get some of that in when Absolutely. we go on our, our first, camp trip. First trip I've done in the van, I went to Wales and, uh, and had, a, had a three different river swims and it was, oh, it's just fucking great. We could do something like do, I don't do, need to be original. You know, like we could, if that's what we want to do, is something that sort of range. If we get in the river a few, excuse oh. me, if we get in the river a few times, you know, yeah. I'm really up for that. And then they'll oh. overnight camp. We get a barbecue going. And um... if, if if we're doing a night one, do you want us to pick you up on the way out from the campsite? <laughs> Chris, <laughs> or do you want us to leave you to it? Maybe meet us at the services. We probably ain't going to see you if oh. there's no like, lay-bys. I've just realised I'd, I'd feel so uncomfortable knocking on Chris's tent. <laughs> <laughs> of all the people on those tents to knock on milk in here I've been caught masturbating more times than I can to admit you've both fighting um, what I've been wanking just by the way what was it I made a note of something that's kind of along no. those lines <laughs> oh that's it you got a minute <laughs> the, 
This is just a note I made. What is the most awkward walk that you've ever done? Because I saw someone just, I think it was just a tweet that said, why is the walk back after you've bowled so awkward? (laughs) (laughs) It's so perfect because it really is. I don't know if there's a more awkward awkward walk. And you know, you... You've not done anything wrong. Yeah. You're all doing it, but it's so weird and awkward. Yeah. No, so that's a great observation. I think the walk <laughs> to the toilet during a film at the cinemas. Oh, mate, yeah. Well. That's because you go with me, and you know I'm staring yeah, daggers go. at you for getting up. The weird uh, thing is, mate, I'm well over it now. But as, like even into my like mid twenties, I felt very paranoid. Yeah. Well, now I find I find it liberating because I'm like, as soon as I get remote thought of needing away, I'm like, I'm going. I'm not even worrying about it. Gives it gives a shit. Yeah. yeah. And it feels liberating. That- and I see it every week if I'm DJing at the club. When when people walk through the doors of a club and they have to walk across, if they're coming early, they have to walk across the dance floor yeah. to dance go to the floor. bar. Yeah, 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 and yeah. just that walk across the dance Absolutely. floor, people are so self-conscious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The best story I've ever heard about a walk going wrong. <laughs> I don't know if you know this one. It's, it's, our, it's our friend Justin, Big Papa Jay. Uh, he walked down to the shops in Basildon on the on the, the, the Felmore's estate, which is a very rough estate. And he was walking to the shop and he had a woolly hat on. And he said, literally, as he was getting around like, by the shops, there was loads of kids being proper Larry outside. So he said, like, I kind of sort of put my chest out a bit and tried to walk with a bit of swagger. And I thought, I'll, I'll pick out like the biggest one. I'll eyeball him a bit just to let him know that, like, you know, <laughs> you ain't going to be fucking with me. And he said, and as I eyeballed him like that, I walked under a tree and the branch just clipped the top of me out and boinged <laughs> off. <laughs> and he said, I then had to jump up. Oh. And one of the kids come over and helped me get my hat back out the tree. <laughs> we'll get you out there, mate. <laughs> A kid I went to school with um, got rinsed for this for years, so I'm not going to say his name, but he walked home f- from the shops. He'd got some like some some music m- m- mags and stuff like that. He, he, he sat down and started reading them and realised he'd cycled to the shops. <laughs> <laughs> went back, his bike had been nicked. <laughs> he got destroyed for it. <laughs> he just got excited about his magazines was like having a look on the way home so oh, hang on oh, man, fucking oh, so bad day my ex she, uh, <laughs> she had uh, she won the weakest link and also uh, had her car nicked and uh, on the same day no but she found she this found, is two a two different, two different date she didn't turn up to <laughs> right <laughs> sorry I won the weakest link <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't make it. Chris, what on the weakest link? So she was like smart, yeah. And then we went on another date. And she told me her car's been stolen. And then um, when I got off the station at Langdon, about literally about a week after that point, uh, you know that in Langdon Station, you'll know it, Pip, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the little you car know, park. You know, there's the the, the, sh- the row of shops, and, yep. the, and then the car park there. Mm-hmm. Her car was parked there. And that's only, and her house was only about twenty meters from the station. So she'd lazily driven there one morning because it was cold, and then forgot and home and thought her cars. No, but she'd reported it all stolen and all that. And it was literally twenty meters away. I found it was okay. Um, I found your car. She said, "You're kidding." And then when I told her it was in the shops, I don't think it was worth it. I think she wished it was still stolen. Yeah, I'd rather was it was so gone. Not coming back from that. That's dumper. Yeah, that's brutal. That's Silver lining for her, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's way too bright for you, mate. Really t- she actually was. I'm, uh, I'm cracking open a monster. Oh, hello. It'll pick me up. Well, I've not... I didn't s- sleep well last night. Because hotel, I had a load yeah. of podcasts mm-hmm. and it's all been a bit... You was in a, a hotel bit last night? It's in a hotel. I had a podcast last night and then a screening. And then l- last minute, a podcast came through this morning in London. It's with Joel Edgerton. Oh, nice. fan, really, wow. I love it. I think he's a great actor. He's, he's been on, 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 on once before, weirdly. A dude from Warrior? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they'd given me, the thing that spun me out and made kept me awake a bit was they'd given me 90 minutes, which is so rare on, on press junkets. So I was like, oh. And he's been on before, weirdly, for five years ago to the day. So on this day, five years ago, we were in the same hotel wow. doing a podcast. But yeah, it was an amazing episode in the end because like, if you listen, it'll, it'll be out an episode or two after the drunk car scene. Yeah. So it's one of the first of the year. It's the most r- researched and 
on it I've ever been. There's so nice. and any direction he goes in, I'm like, of course you played um, this person in, in in this light. It was such a mm. it's such a, a nerd out smooth one in that respect. Yeah, really good. He's a really good dude. It's just oh, the friendliest guy. But because of that, I want to keep my energy up. Mm-hmm. And there's a thing I do on my streams. I do these TPI Friday streams. What's thank, that saying for again? Thank Pippet's Friday. Unbelievable. Um, and it's always a, a, a community based stuff. It started. It's not. Ju- it's, not commu- it's not that community based, mate. It is. It's, in the, the, the it's, it started. It started. No, no, just, I like to do a lot for my community for firstly getting them to name things after me. So it started just w- 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 watching Marble Olympics, which is one of the most amazing things you'll ever watch. Marvel. Marble. There's this guy in the pandemic who started to make these marble run things, and like he glass he, marbles. Yeah, yeah, and he just done all these Olympics. I'll send you yeah, one. You'll, nice. you'll, your mind will be blown because it's the most. It, I, I thought, is this going to work on stream? It's the most I've ever had because you pick your team, each like there's different teams in it, and then there's all sorts of Olympic events of just marbles. It's hard to explain, but, but then when they ended, it, it changed into I do just different community games. So it'll be Fall Guys or PUBG. We do private lobbies on PUBG, so everyone in there is just us, and we're all kind of hunting each other. And it became a thing that, because it's meant to be behind you stream, I'd drink a monster at the start and get fucking wankered. And I swear, monsters affect me more than booze does. So You're not really built for them, mate, really. You've, you've always been quite a healthy lad. I don't have caffeine, do I? No, exactly. I don't have tea it's or a, coffee. Yeah. Them, I, don't, I don't have caffeine. I don't have tea or coffee, and you don't really have caffeine in your in your in your Pepsi Max and stuff like that these days. So, right. fucking hardwired. I need to shit my pants. Oh, really? <laughs> Just to switch things out. I've been desperate to talk about it. Scared? Yeah, tell or me. Actually, shit. <clears throat> actually, I really miscalculated how badly I needed this poo, and. um I'd eaten a, I'd had a big takeaway last night. What'd you have? And I had that, I've got the bathroom being done, haven't I, right? And there was a guy plastering. What did you have? Oh, sorry, mate. I, like, <laughs> I had uh, a Coco de Mama. Yes, oh, I like a Coco de Mama, yeah, a pasta place. Pasta oh. I, went bit, I, I went a bit mad with it. Did you get any of their desserts? Yeah, I did. I like their. Did you get and, a little the Biscoff balls? Yeah, and they gave me <gasps> double accidentally. So I didn't say, obviously, didn't save anything. It just saved it all last night. And uh, I was really busy today, and I'd, I'd plan my poo for 11 o'clock. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have to go to... I saw your diary. <laughs> <laughs> it's in there, right? You've got two into this diary and thing. While I haven't got a bathroom... Why are you, do, why you doing your whoopsies? I've got um, <clears throat> Molly's two lovely good friends, right, who unfortunately have just split up, but they've got a place in Margate, right, and they've just had the bathroom done. And the only time you go like, around there is to shit in their toilet. <laughs> and have a shower. Mm. <laughs> but like last week, I did a bit of a paint job in the toilet. And it took me, I phoned Mark, literally as I flushed, I phoned Mark and said, that's 13, that's the 13th flush. That's how much it, it was basically, last week it was like I'd emptied it, just a, a pure bucket, bucket of clay into the toilet. Amazing. And I was like, why has that got happening in someone else's bathroom? You know, and it's a brand new one. Like, they've spent a fortune on it. Did you ever meet my mate Rick? Yeah, well. <clears throat> Rick, he's kind of an anomaly because it was me and Ian's, like, best mate growing up. Mm. They'll love him, hardly see each other. But he was literally, like, the third third brother yeah. in our family. Yeah, so we, yeah. we'd go on little holidays or we'd come mill all the time. But it was in the days of you leave your front door unlocked. And I always remember the time that we were all just, just sitting watching TV. He walked in, <laughs> went straight up to the toilet, went to the toilet, then walked straight back out again and went, see you later, and left. And it was just... For a for, a, for for like a thirteen year old to have that kind of comedy oh. is just golden. He didn't say it. Right, just let himself in and use the toilet. That's what I'm imagining you with Molly's oh. mates. Just evening. Oh man, right. So it's eleven o'clock. Yeah. So I right that was uh, that was last week, and that was a bit of a nightmare. And so today, two days ago, they sent me a message going, "We won't be back till Thursday." That might also be relevant. Mm-hmm. So it gets to 11 o'clock when I plan to have this poo, but I, I, I'm busy with work, right? And Just I, have a shit. No, I couldn't because I had to get this thing done. It was really urgent. But I, it was getting to the point where I was literally like biting my fucking fist. In hindsight, can you remember what's more urgent in hindsight? <laughs> yeah, I can now. <laughs> I was sending this email 
I was biting my fist because I, I needed a shit that bad. Like I was extra sketching in my pants at this point. <laughs> and I was like, I've got, I can just about get to their bathroom <laughs> before shitting myself. And I went, I went downstairs and then the plumber who's in my bathroom had a few questions for me. <laughs> By this point, my eyes are starting to water. <laughs> I get in the car and I'm at that point. I I'm now fifty fifty. I'm like, well, I'm forty three. At some point, I was gonna shit myself, and I think it's today. Yeah. I drive to their house like a break breakneck speeds, cursing at traffic, and I'm everything in me is holding this shit in. And I get to their front door and I fucking go to go flying through their front door. And as I open the door, it hits something or someone. And they're already home. <laughs> and they're painting their corridor. And like, you know, when there's like fair, I'm at the point where I can barely say a word because it is it is now it's King Kong's finger. It is it is definitely oh, working its way. No time to song. explain. There was no time to explain. <laughs> and I haven't seen Abby since they split up. There's no way I could just go run upstairs. So I'm talking to Abby and I'm trying to feign care for the breakup because I do really care. Like, it's fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. But things happen. It's fucking shit. It is shit. (laughs) Poking out your ass right now. After a couple of, like, after I managed to hold on to about three minutes and I kind of said, look, Abby, I kind of need the bathroom. I didn't go into the full details. Flew up three flights of stairs, got on their toilet. Played some music so she couldn't hear me in labour. Why um, would you play music? Because I just thought she doesn't need to hear someone drop a bleed breeze block down her brain. <laughs> no, that's so much weirder though. Just yeah. suddenly music starts coming out. So what's he doing in there? I want it, Mozart. <laughs> and it was so painful, this poo. It, it kind of ripped. I like to move it, move it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop, there it is. <laughs> and this 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 was paint this was really bad. I thought someone's gonna need to stitch up my gooch after this. It was so bad. <laughs> Any volunteers? <laughs> and when I finished and I looked round <laughs> and I only got a bit of toilet roll on the go and I looked round. This poo is it's like six inches out the toilet. It like out the wall. You show a picture of it? Yeah, I did. Do you want to see? Yeah. Because yeah. it was it was the morning still. Although the video doesn't capture it. <laughs> the steam that was coming off this poo. It was like the poo was smoking. But annoyingly the video doesn't show. And when I've looked back at the poo, the poo in this toilet doesn't look that big, but I mean, like, like oh, I mean, I mean like, look, it looks like, sentient. That is going, that's down and around the U bend, and that is like, look, look how far that is out of the side. <laughs> that looks like, like a snake. How weird is it that it looks like it's coming out rather than going in? Yeah. <laughs> Eight, eight, that's eight inches out of the toilet. Right. Here's, um, the, here's the video. Here's the video. If you, need to, if you need to see. But I just like, I just thought like, you know, you don't run a mar- marathon and don't get a photo at the end. I'm going to go on a limb here and say that any listeners, um, if you want to see that picture and video, uh, if you join the Hardcore Listing Patreon, <laughs> that is exclusively where you can yeah, see exactly. the footage of Chris's <laughs> shit. Yeah, uh, that, that was like, but that then that's when the panic started because, you know, I didn't talk about the clay poo for just, just for the shits and gigs. Mm. But I was genuinely worried. That ain't going anywhere with one flush. No, and I thought, oh, I can't have this taking 13 flushes. I love the literalness, though, of of that's where the panic started. (laughs) After I've taken the photo and video, that's where the panic started. (laughs) Once I've got the footage, I I really started to panic. Before you'd even panic, you sent that to Mark, right? I didn't, for once. He hasn't got it. Oh, wow. I called him last week. This week, I was just like... I, I well that's I tell you why, Stu, because I was in panic mode at this point because Ab, Abby was in and I was like, what am I going to do? And I genuinely thought that I was going to have to throw that out. Of, like, it's three stories up, and I was fully prepared. I was like, I'm going to do a provisional flush. Yeah. 
What is but that doing? I've got, I, I was worried, you know, I've had to use coat hangers in the past, all this other stuff, and I thought I'm not doing that at someone's house. They're, I'm on the third story, mm. and their thing backs onto a garden. I was prepared to I was prepared to pick it up and just throw it out the window. If you had had to use a coat hanger, yeah. what song yeah. would you have gone for? <laughs> <laughs> How do you oh, soundtrack no. that? Yeah, break, break up stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that one one flush and it went. It was a mir- it, there, oh. there are miracles at Christmas. Ron's in. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting a French She's fancy. French fancy. But one flush. So oh, panic was one over flush and gone. Beautiful. Oh, it's a good I could, shape. I could just shower myself down. It's a good the, good shape for going down it, I guess. Mate, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So that's my poo story, gang. Um, how many times have you shit yourself no, as a grown-up? Once Never? as a kid and half once as a grown-up. Me and Mark had gone to watch Monsters and I had a dicky tummy and I sat at the cinema screen with the only two people in the cinema and I naughty had my feet up and I did a fart and it was a warm one. I thought, that's warm. Mm. And then literally an hour later I moved as we got up and I went, oh, it was a little bit of a dribbler. That's it. Yeah. Once. Really? Stu? Well, I had this conversation, except in the 80s, um, after Cunt told his story about his uncle that pulled invisible guns from his pockets and said, go for your guns, and then farted. <laughs> yes, he did. So Cunt tried to do it when he was six to his elderly neighbour. To his neighbor, elderly neighbour. I went, go for your guns, and then he shit himself, <laughs> and the neighbour had to take him back to his mum and say that an accident. <laughs> Stu's the only person in the world who's got three podcasts oh. that he might get asked, when have you ever shit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I've never shit myself, I, um, and I'm not. I'm not saying that to give it the, the, the big one. Sounds like uh, I've wet myself plenty of times laughing. Have you really? Yeah, well, you're getting to that age. Yeah, no, I've, I've wet myself a fair few times, like as a kid, laughing my ass yeah. off. But uh, I can't. I've, I've, I've done I've that. Pooed myself. I don't think I've ever wet myself. I've wet myself that. once, pooed myself once, one, one or one. You shit yourself three times <laughs> <laughs> this week. Wait, twice this year. But they, but but I think it's twice this year. It's twice within the last year, yeah. or so. Um, always just kind of what Chris said: a fart that's then it's wet, tough. yeah. And it's, it's like, right, I'll then go and and clean up. But no one needed that additional detail. And I assumed you just <clears> it. <laughs> that'll do with itself. It feels like it feels like you didn't go and do that. Let nature take its course. <laughs> um, so the most recent one. You know about this, actually, Stu. I was, I was, I was filming in Spain oh, yeah. because I had to miss a Pod Bible meeting oh, because I was yeah, in Spain. Yeah, I was filming yeah. in Spain. Um, a bit of a runny tummy. Well, I was out there, and you know, I'm not a big McDonald's guy. Like, I just don't like it. Oh, Everyone assumes it's a moral choice. It's not. But where are you going? Poo. Oh, never wait for wet myself. <laughs> he will wet himself. It's all right. He, he knows this story. So, a friend of mine is a McDonald's fan. So they said, have a look on the delivery apps and see what they do. Because the variation in menus around the world. You know that fascinates me with like pizza places. Yeah, the sure. variation of what they do. And I looked and they did the fucking coolest looking stuff. They did this burger that was more... Jalapenos covered of, in hot sauce. Oh no, no, it was more like... Like it was a, more of a flame grilled type thing. It was more Burger Kingy, but it had like this cured ham on it, and just all sorts of just all sorts of good stuff. This amazing rich barbecue sauce that's that's native to the area, and they did like these these um, they did some, some biscoff bites as desserts. They did these like macaroni cheese like dipper type things. So I was like, right, I'm going to go and and give it a go. So I walked. I walked all the way out, out to this McDonald's, ordered it, ate it. It was all right. It's better. It was arguably the best McDonald's I've had, but wow. I'm not a big McDonald's fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I went home, slept, and the next day I had a flight to Cannes. And in the morning, I'd got dressed, got ready to go, about to leave, did, did myself a fart, shit my pants. Oh, <laughs> how bad? Like, just a little spray. Yeah. But it was... It was, it was, it was clay. I mean, you, you, it was clay. The people that are, uh, can't see this, you're, you're demonstrating that with two hands. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess, no, I'd say, like say one hand. Right. It was, it was spray. So I literally, uh, into the toilet, mm-hmm. 
I whip my pants off to check. Because again, you're not sure at first. And you're like, no, yeah, I've shit my pants. I wipe clean, put them in the bin, <laughs> put some clean pants on, I'm out the door, aware that I'm about to be on a flight. So if I shit myself again, I'm in trouble. Now, interestingly, the first time I shit my pants was the last time I'd had a McDonald's. And it was when I, I lived at my mum's. And it was after a night out, I think maybe with you, Chris. I think it might have been the a night, night out. We were eating laxatives. No, I think it might have been the night. Do you remember when I was throwing up out the window of a cab yeah, and it was pink? I, I think it might have been that night. And I, yeah, I think it, no, it must have been. No, it must have been earlier than, than that then, because it wasn't after the club. No, maybe it was. That was a club night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was some. I said early years ago point, and on the way home, we'd got. I'd got a load of McNuggets, mm. and the next day I was feeling. I was just lounging on my mum's sofa under a duvet watching TV I did a fart I shit my pants I went and cleaned up the other time in between that was either earlier this year or maybe end of last year and I just got a rowing machine and I was really excited about it Sam (laughs) Sam had been pushing me to get a rowing machine my trainer who you've both met I believe had been been pushing me to get a rowing machine. I've got this area outside that's kind of sheltered. I was like, if I get a good good cover for it, I can keep it outside and I've got room. I never had one because they take up a whole load of space. So I got this rowing machine. I found a guy to collect it from in like Romford or somewhere and I had to go to, to fucking cram it into my car, all this kind of thing, all really excited. Shit your pants at his. <laughs> you know. Trying it out. No, I got it home the first time I used it. I was so excited. I, I, I go on it. And I'd forgotten that I'd had a bit of maybe f- f- food poisoning the day before. I'd had a bit of a dicky tummy the day before, but, but I'm excited. I've got this little time fucking smashing away on it. And then I fart, shit my pants, up and out. <laughs> I, r- I rush upstairs and still, every time I use it, this sounds so dumb, but I get a bit of a dicky oh, tummy. Yeah. That is, no, that is akin to seasickness. And I swear I get seasick on a rowing machine. <laughs> Fuck off. I genuinely do every time I use it. And it's the it's the movements, it's the the back and forth because it is this whole it's such an unusual but rhythmic movement. Yeah. That I start and I'm fine, but almost every time I, my stomach starts to turn. I have to be careful of what I've eaten before if I go on it. The length he goes through to fucking try and work out why he shit himself. Yeah. I'm getting seasick. Like to give how many people listening to this would like to give Pip like a whole like like a Big Mac meal and then make him do a sponsored row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he shits himself. I'd shit everywhere. Yeah, I'd make an absolute mess. But anyway, I can't remember how we got onto this. I don't believe you. I don't know because if you once you've done it, it's hard. You don't want other ones people to be like, oh, I've never shit myself. Shit myself. So I guess that's yes. what it is with Stu. I'm just jealous that I've not. I always thought I'd keep a clean sheet. But it's not. It's my, not my, my mate Nick was the one in our gang that shit himself a lot. For shitting, like he, um, he's, he, done a, he's, he's got a, done, got a lot of work with Pooh, he? Really? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he has he. Oh yeah. Well, he, he. I remember when we were young, he would uh, smoke weed in his bedroom, and uh, what he would do, he would get up on the windowsill and sort of like squat with the little window open and just sort of have his spliff out the window. And he was doing it in his boxer shorts and he farted and he was like, oh, shit, because he, he felt like he felt shit himself. Mm. So he grabbed his, like, his, his boxers, jumped down, walked to the bathroom, sort of shook it all out and there was nothing there. And was like, oh, result. Walked back into his bedroom and just trod him barefoot straight <laughs> in his own shit. It had fallen straight out. But, yeah, he had gastroenteritis and I think, like, he said he was just sitting there watching telly and, like, twice he'd shit himself and then was like, right, I'm going to go and get changed. And in the end he said... I'm just sitting out now and just like, shit myself and just stay, shit myself again. Uh, this fucking cunt, he makes us l- laugh at the guy and then tells us of the medical yeah, condition. Yeah, this yeah. <laughs> sitting laugh, right. So anyway, I had gastroenteritis and uh, <laughs> really serious, actually. So you, you're all cunts really for having a laugh at that. <laughs> Do you remember? Keep him from sitting through shitting himself and not getting up. He like, was just quite happy. Just He, he was always kind That's weird. I thought Sick Boy was in the room for a second then. <laughs> I've not seen Chris since he bleaches there, I don't think. No, no, I don't think so. I've seen it in pictures. Was it in Blonde on your birthday? I think so. Yeah, he was. It's grown out, it's grown out. I like it, it looks good. That shit voice at the shit length now. Like, I'll have one more cut and it will look even worse. I say even worse. I love it. I've never been so happy with my hair. 
Yeah, I think it looks absolutely really good. Absolutely love it. And, and I'm thinking of probably getting a hair transplant at some point because I love it so much. Uh, like I was quite happy to just probably maybe shave it off when I went bald, but mm-hmm. I like my hair bleach blonde so much. That's a reason to keep it. Mm-hmm. So I'm well fucking, well over the moon with it. I ain't going to lie. Fucking shout out to my man, Chris. Uh, Chris, he's a great hairdresser down in Margate. Marcella, if you're down in Margate. So I referred you get uh, what what was it fifty percent off, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> um, I told Chris when he was thinking of having that done. I was going to bleach my hair. It was my next move. No. I was going to. I was really excited about it. I, I, I spoke to Wes about it. Heartbreak Barber sh- shout out ten percent off if you use the name. One hundred percent off. Uh, <laughs> Wes, Wes a shout. Um, and then you, you, you bleach yours. Oh, and I was like, all right, I'm not going to now. I feel like a fucking prick. <laughs> like, I wanted to go grey. I'd spoken to him about going for grey. Grey, And you did that. You? Yeah. Mm. So I went from a, a mullet instead because I fancied yeah. a change. It's the first time I've had a, had a, a mullet in a while. Mm. I've got my locks at the back. Mm. Enjoying it. Mm. Um, where was I going to go on to next? Can I have We've got through the poo. Yes. Oh, I was going to say, again, I'm sure we tell it every drunk cast. Do you remember our, our other mate Stu's shit story? He's walking to mine from Landon and he was going over the hills and he needed a shit badly. So he went in the in the woods, in the trees. He pulled his trousers and pants down. He did a shit. It pop, popped out his ass and, and landed in his, his pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's our other mate Tom did that. He did it uh, after night out. We went to a house party. Tom Coles. No, I'm I never told him. And we're not full naming people, so oh, we can put out of him. This isn't hardcore listing where you go, oh, right. there was this one girl I went to school with, then you give her a full name and tell awful stories. It's not that time, it's the other one. Bowers. <laughs> oh, Bowers. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, he, he had a history of leaving needing the poo till late. A bit like what I didn't learn today. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he went to a house party. We will talk about other things. He went to a house party, got out of a house party about 6am, couldn't hail a cab for the life of him. Fucking was running around the streets of fucking North London. Saw a little art tray. He, by the way, was wearing white jeans. Squat down, had a really messy poo. <laughs> <laughs> Looked down and he just done it straight into his jeans. Of course he fucking did. <laughs> Can you imagine how frustrated you'd be? <coughs> You're in a situation oh, at that point, aren't you? Fucking, there's, yeah, there's no way out of that other than raw, raw embarrassment. Yeah. Now, doing it at home, in the comfort of your own home on your own rowing machine. Yeah. yeah. Not that bad. <laughs> doing it in a cinema where there's no one else other than your, you know, your mate. Yeah. Okay, not that embarrassing. Doing it in a night or art tray, mm. just as the world is coming to, to life in London and you're wearing white jeans. My mate have white trousers on, like white chinos, and... Uh, he uh, he was in a relationship with a, a, a girl that we all know that, that worked at Lizards, and uh, and, <laughs> and to narrow it down. And, and first she, name began with an S. Like uh, <laughs> no, uh, and uh, and she 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 told me it when when she started working for us. I was like, oh my god, that was you. And uh, oh yeah, yeah she uh, she was having it off with me mate, and and, and broke, and, and he snapped his banjo, yeah. and then <laughs> about three weeks later. He had his white trousers on, like his white shirt. Look, he had to wear trousers to get into a club then. And he was in Pissad having a little slow dance uh, at the end of the night when they played the little erection section. Got the erection. Mm-hmm. It. it went again and literally on the middle of the dance floor in Pizzazz, just literally. Did a, carry. did a full carry. Yeah. Jesus. That's the situation. That is a situation. Yeah. So the first episode was just all us crying about our shit years and the second episode has mainly been shit, shit. Yeah. literally really talking about shit shitting um, over the years or kind of <laughs> speaking of, of erections then I had a thing this year that really made me realise <laughs> really made me hard <laughs> I had a few things I had a thing this year that really made me realise my age because as I said I had my first like like I did my back I, yeah. d- I did my back in and that annoyed me because I did it twice Yeah. so I did my back in I was like well that happens I was exercising yeah. it happened and then I had this flu and then I kind of as I got out of the flu I forgot I'd had a bad back so first exercise back I did my back again oh, and I felt yeah. like a proper old man so I booked a sports massage in this place in Stanford that's like up the road from you the, it's it's 
kind of up the road. It's on, on Corinham Road. Oh, it's so not it's, on your road. So no. it's not one on your road. No, it's, it's, a, it's a really new one. And again, I think it's... I got a sports massage. It was a mix between a Thai massage and a sports massage. Because at one point, she's kneeling on my calves and pulling my arms back like I'm yeah. a bow yeah. and just doing all this mad stuff. It was, it was really good. I thought it was great. I, I really rate them. But it really made me realise how I've aged because the last time I had a sports massage it was because I had back I had spine problems because weirdly it was because of running from school which heard a train station with my my books and everything on my back so because with every day we'd rush to to get our train so running in school shoes on concrete with a heavy bag of books it was just fucking up my spine and I remember going to that one as a teen and being really nervous about getting a hard on Mm. I went to this one as a 42-year-old man, really nervous about farting. <laughs> and it was such an illustration of the distance. I had no fear. And she was really getting into my thighs yeah. and all sorts. Like, not a problem. But the fear of f- farting during the massage yeah. just had me terrified. I didn't, thankfully. It all went well. Mm. But it really made me realise the difference in your priorities and, yeah. and, and functions as you get older. Mine just presents itself in algorithms now. Mm. Like, um, I'll, I'll open my social media, and as I scroll down, it's generally Neil Razor Ruddock would just go, Dads, stop scrolling. Are you over 50? Are you out of shape? You need life insurance. And I just think, I do not want a lesson from Neil Razor Ruddock. Yeah. Yeah. And also... Sign up now and get your free erection pills. <laughs> oh, multiple erectile dysfunction yeah, yeah. posts. Multiple. Yeah. Molly gets, like, Warhammer adverts now. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Hold up, hang on. Stu, I'm going to show you something here. I'm, I'm barely on, on, on socials oh, now, Chris. Are you aware? Uh, no. Well, how, if I don't go on social, how would I be aware that you've, you've seen the light? Well, again, I kind of, it was one of them that it was a, it was a thing that we're, like, like, when I was in a particular shit time earlier in the year, I was kind of off because I just needed to be. Yeah. And then it was one of them. It's like, choose what you bring back into, yeah, into your life. Absolutely. And I kind of... Just kind of sat there and went, oh, I don't really want that anymore. So I, I do Instagram stories every now and then. If there's an important work thing, I'll do yeah, a post. Exactly. But Are I'm barely on. But Stu, here's a picture of me and my brother with Neil Razor Ruddock. I mean, he looks great there. He don't look great when he's telling me that uh, he oh, relates to me. Get us as, as, as little <laughs> youngsters. I told you he's <laughs> you in that photo. Oh. Teddy Sheridan. Wow. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Sorry, just going through my old Millwall so pictures now. So did you bring those, uh, what are those Lindas for? We've got, uh, yeah, you got can have them. them. I robbed them from my... Uh, oh, well, now we're going to have one there. Uh, my hotel room. <laughs> this hotel room, it was, it, was more, it was a cross between a hotel and an Airbnb, and it had a kitchen and everything. Oh. And in the fridge, there was a b- bottle of champagne and a... A packet of, of, of Lindors. I thought you were. I had a really, I had really full bags. So I was like, I can only fit one, so I left the champagne <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, yeah. and took the chocolate. I was like, fucking, okay, I have that. Absolutely. I don't do, mind. Do you remember when I, uh, I ended up having to pay about 180 quid for that jacuzzi I clogged up? Yeah. And they thought I'd shitted it. <laughs> it was because we knocked the truffles in there. <laughs> and I had to keep explaining to him. Oh, I've got, I've got some other in, in, interesting information for you guys. Right. I've had to over-explain myself this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one was, we, you know, um, <laughs> we'd, I'd hired this place in Wales for me and my partner at the time. Went down there, and uh, about midnight, we decided to get in the jacuzzi with the champagne and truffles that they'd left for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were a bit drunk, got carried away, and we knocked all the truffles into the jacuzzi, and we didn't know we had. And in the morning... Dirty protest. In the morning... <laughs> <laughs> I found the jacuzzi and it was just bubbling brown water. Oh, that's and, the grossest. Uh, yeah, it was gross. And I covered it up and I said to the guy straight away, I'd, I'd also hustled him really well on how much I got this cottage for. I'd yeah. really done a number on it, mm-hmm. really politely. But as soon as he knew he had, he had me by the short and curlies, because t- I took him out to the, the jacuzzi and I showed him and I was like, <laughs> he knocked the truffles in. And he went, yeah, no, no, truffles or... You know, whatever it is. And I was like... Truffles no. or was whatever like, no, it is. Truffles. And he was like, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. And I was like, drink some of the water. Just, he didn't, obviously. You should have drunk some but to prove it. Like, Look, it's fine. Like, he's like, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's truffles. He started throwing up. Uh, he said he'll let me know how much the bill was. And then, like, a couple of days later, he's like, yeah, they came and they had to change all the filters. 
It cost me a fortune. It, it basically meant I got the place at no discount. Oh, shit. Convenient. So what have you recently had to over-explain? Oh, I had to over-explain. Uh, it was, you know we said the question about fun, like walks. What's the most awkward mm-hmm. walk? Well, you know, like uh, mum's care home workers have seen my penis twice now. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So it it was very similar setup. I think they wait outside my mum's room until yeah. I go to the toilet. Yeah. Because um, two weekends ago, a word has got round, isn't it? It's like when people used to. Have, if if word got round that John Merrick was staying somewhere, everyone would hang yeah. around outside to try and catch a glimpse of the of of the horror. Absolutely. Well, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my my uh, destroyed part. Um, I. How my mum's room is set up is the toilet door faces the entrance door, but if if, if obviously if you close it, it wouldn't. But often when me and mum watching a movie and I don't want to stop the film, so I just run in there, I make sure that the toilet door blocks my mum's view of me having a pee, but it doesn't block the entrance door. And two times care, carers have walked in just while I'm taking a slash. But it, <laughs> I, I kind of wish that had happened this time because what happened this time was I came out the toilet and I was walking back to sit down by my mum and at that point, as I'm zipping up my flies facing my mum about three foot from her head, the camera walks in and I'm doing up my flies <laughs> like as if I'm exposing myself to my fucking, my, my, you know, my mum. And it was so awkward that I had to explain to my mum, knowing that I was doing it for this carer's behalf. I was like, well, I've had a wee, we'll carry on watching the film. <laughs> I never felt so guilty, although I'd done nothing wrong. I think the only thing that makes you look like I wasn't getting my mum to like, obviously chew me off is, God bless her, I, I brought cake. <laughs> she had cake in both hands and in her mouth. At the point That is what you're into, in. though, isn't it? <laughs> you told me this on the phone. <laughs> You told me this on the phone. I rung up and, and and the carer said they heard, they overheard you say, you definitely don't know where I am, do you? <laughs> to your mum. <laughs> That's it. Put that in the cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sh- 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 Shane McGowan's died. Mm. That's sad, isn't it? Really he's a legend. Am. I think he's the only, like, what was he, 63 or something, I think right. he was. I think maybe a little older. 65. <clears throat> I think it was around, it was, it was in the 60s. Only person to die in the sixties, and no one going. Oh, it's so young. It's like it's pretty fucking good for Shane McGowan. If you've lived like Shane McGowan, that's a. I watched a program. It's a hell of an age. I think it was Rapido or something like that. Back right, in the day. Uh, way back in the day, yeah. Jenny Powell. And uh, see about R. Kelly. And uh, and I mean, this was late eighties. And I know he was saying then, like they were saying, like one more. You know, you keep drinking, you ain't gonna make another year. Uh, and if you watch the the is it a crock of gold, crock of gold, or we talked about it on here years ago, yeah. It was, I think it was last year, maybe because I only watched it in the last year or so. I watched so, it again a couple of yeah. days ago. It's really is good, it, isn't it? I said to, because I watched, like Molly said, to you, "Do you want to watch it?" <coughs> this was like no more than two weeks ago. Mm, I yeah, watched it, and I, 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 I since being with Molly, I started listening to more of the Pogues because well, she's Irish. a big fan, isn't she? Yeah, she's Irish, so she's got a lot of their vinyl. That's her dad, so it's all the originals. And uh, she'd put it on, and I'd be like, "Fucking hell, these are great!" Like I did only used to know them for things like Fairy Tale New York, New York. But then you listen to it, and you're like, "He's he's a fucking amazing, amazing songwriter." Like some of the stuff he, you would have measured in my dreams. Is a line that I just think is beyond poetic. And mm. yeah, so then we watched a documentary and just found out so much more about his life. His first drink was at six. He was drinking yeah. wines from six. I mean. You know, that's, uh, he, he's, he was just happier with alcohol and, it, you know, it's obviously made his life end a lot earlier. But that guy lived a very, he, he, he was, you know, we talk about this with Tom and mental, on the proper mental podcast, you know, he's congruent, congruent with his values. He lived a very authentic life and that might have meant that he didn't live as long as some other people do. Is it right? Is it wrong? Would he prefer to live longer? Did it rob him of his ability to continue to write incredible songs? Maybe all of that, but maybe also the reason why he was such a powerful songwriter was that authenticity and desire to lust for life. Fascinating guy. Fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. And as I said, insane life. Like when you hear the stories of him and his mates stumbling upon like dead bodies and that, on that, where they were all put into that hill kind of thing and all just just covered over after all Mm. of the death and 
and then his time in his, like when he arrived in in London, and again, all of that's in the songs. Mm. And yeah. it's so yeah. good though because I've, 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 I'm trying block. to think of the of the song that, that I love of his. I've talked to you about it before, but I've gone a, drawn a blank on the names. What uh, name a couple fast of fast or slow? Slow. Uh, pair of brown eyes. Yeah, yeah. Pair of brown eyes is just astounding, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Some of the evening drunk to hell. What's that? And what's lifeless? Wow. My Philomena sang when my elusive dreams. Oh, it's fucking beautiful that song. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, that's my favourite. Yeah, like, it's beautiful, uh, really yeah. powerful my song. Favorite, actually, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got any TV or film things we'd like to speak about? Like we're at fifty minutes, mm-hmm. so we're going to wrap this episode up. In the next episode, I want to start with talking about morals in podcasting because huh? I think it's an interesting subject. It's been on my mind a bit. Show me what you got of late for TV. For TV. Um, I've got so many. Something. I've got one good and one disappointment. Okay. So, Time with uh, Jodie Whittaker. Yep. Um, Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey. Fucking hell. She's great, isn't she? Like, yeah, in- incredible, incredible performance. And, yeah, <clears throat> I-, I watched the one with, with Stevie Graham and... Uh-huh. and, uh, and Sean Bean. Name? Sean Bean. And I thought it was all right. Sean Bean. But this, <laughs> I, I, I'm, as much as... Sean Bean. I, I fucking love Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> I think she's fucking incredible. Completely agree. Just and uh, it, it was just fantastic. I'm like, excited about her new one with Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, him, yeah. her Hardy and the lad who played Elvis, all like bikers. Oh, right. In, uh, uh, in Chicago, Austin, Austin... Powers. Allegro. Is it Austin Hubbard? Is that a, is no, that a fighter? Not, who's that? Who's who's Austin Hubbard? I don't know. Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Austin. <laughs> it's Austin something. And the one I want to say was disappointing. Uh, I was disappointed in Top Boy. Really? I loved yeah. it. I actually... I loved it. Weirdly, I've got to say, Stu, I think that the season before it was so, so strong. Good. And I think that's the curse of when you have such mm. a solid season that this season, I quite liked it. Yeah, I, really I didn't, I didn't dislike it. Barry Keegan in it and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he was amazing. There were, there were elements of it where I was like, oh, yeah. I thought the payoff... Of 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 him and Ashley, Ashley Waters kind of having their moment and the genius of the good. writing that of them really being good. the way they wrote it, so they can't actually see each other, yeah. having mm. to have this conflict conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the moment against spoilers, I guess the moment he stops getting a response, mm. yeah, yeah. and then the that fact the fact he has to go and deal with this huge thing, but then do the f- functionality of climb mm. over a fence yeah. in silence. And the brief look before he dropped, I thought all of that was just amazing. And again, I think that scene was. I think Kano is going to get overlooked again for 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 awards, and it's mad that Top Boy could end and he's not going to win no, a BAFTA because I, 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 I think his performance in particular is just astounding. And up until this point, I've just watched his his new film, The Kitchen. I got a, a preview of it. Oh. It's really good. It's really good. It's on Netflix in January. But yeah, I just think he's astounding. I, I think, think he's, he's such a good that, actor. That, as soon as like it was good in the first three seasons, but the the one that episode when the house gets burnt down mm. and he's outside it, like yeah. at that point I was like, he's not dialing this in. This is this is like this is a guy who's really a, a great actor. I completely yeah. agree. I think there was just a few things in terms of plot moving on that I was kind of like, mm, that don't make so like two of the main protagonists. Well, I don't know if you can call them protagonists, but they make decisions that I was just like, it's to f- it's to push the story in a certain direction, but I felt it was slightly outside their character behaviour. But other than that, yeah, that scene in particular and the metaphors of them being both the other side of the fence, couldn't see each other, I thought was really good. Have you seen Kin? I've put loads of stars by it here, because it's on BBC iPlayer, it's an Irish uh, gangster show. And I've not seen anyone talking about it. the the casting oh. director. I'm a, a load of the people in it. I'm a fan of, and the casting the director. I chat to a bit. Cast really good stuff. She, she cast the Banshees of Inisherin, so it's like it's really good Irish stuff. And I, it's, it came out in Ireland a while back, so I've been w- waiting and waiting f- for it to come out over here. And I just smash through the first series, and it's just so good. Yeah, I really rate it. I watched one, and and I've not. Carried on, like, good, and it worked because I, I I just didn't it didn't pull me in straight away, yeah. and I was too preoccupied watching uh, the Met on BBC, <laughs> which is just a police fly on the wall thing, which yeah. is really fucking good. My uh, comedy moment of the year was you two with cunt on your podcast. 
Was it this year? Yeah, yeah, it must have been. It was around the coronation. It was when he had another song that's against, and you're literally, you say the words like, yeah, all these fucking flag shaggers, blah, 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 blah. It's all bullshit. Um, And then an advert comes in, it goes, you could join the Met Police and change your life. And I, I sent you a little, I sent a little video of it and I know that Cunt didn't press play because he just mentioned back going, oh, thanks, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm like, no, yeah. this was the comedy bit. The fact yeah, that you're, yeah, yeah. it was literally after you'd both been seeing, being so anti the man and then an advert comes in going, it's your chance to change your life. Join the Met Police today. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Chris? Uh, TV shows, I have got down here I thought they're both two. The two of the ones that are fictional are one's loosely based on the person. This Dave, the rapper, mm-hmm. I've quite enjoyed that. Uh, I watched the first series and loved it. I've not. I've not continued. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. on the third series now, yeah, is I it think not? So yeah, we, I, we just finished season two. Really yeah. like it. Very humorous. There's been some sort of like uh, controversy over whether or not he's nicked, nicked some jokes off Theo Vaughn, uh, but I'm not complete. I've I've seen that and I've seen when Theo said it and. It's, I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah. I think he's way more talented than just nicking a few jokes off Theo yeah, Vaughan. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. love Theo Vaughan. Um, and I really recommend it. It's about a rapper, a Jewish rapper, yeah. who's got two pee holes. And uh, very funny. <laughs> great. Good rapper. But just really great understanding of how to develop characters in that. Champion, I thought, was really good. I think that's on the Champion. BBC. Champion? I didn't catch it's Champion. What is like, it? What's stand out about it? Because Molly wanted to watch it, and I generally thought this is going to be some UK Adam Dram load of bullshit. Where it's, but, um, it's about a family. Uh, it's around the grime scene, but a, like a family based oh, in yes. the grime scene. I know it. There's songs in it, though. Yeah. It is so well done. It's, mm. it's not shit at all. Like by about like first episode, first two episodes, I was kind of like, hmm, and then it got me, and it was it was superb. But then two game shows, okay, um, two ones that I've, I've only re- literally watched in the last month, which is 007 Road to a Million, right believe, on Prime with Brian Cox. Yeah. Not watched it at all. Would you believe? I think that was interesting. Uh, so basically, to, uh, it's two people get paired up, whether or not they're, you know, husband or hus- uh, partners or mother and daughter or whatever. And they are going all around the world and they have to do some sort of physical thing to find the question that's normally buried in, sit in a grave or they've got to dive for it or go across a train for it, all these other things. And then they have to answer like a general knowledge question, which uh, they start easy and then they get kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, fucking hell, if you don't know it, it's, it's potluck. Um, I guess that's kind of obvious. But they've shot it like a James Bond film, and it mm. just looks like the experience is just, just looks It's really all part of, because Prime have bought, or Amazon have bought the Bond franchise, haven't they? So it's part of that. Like, you know how Disney get Marvel or Star Wars and then just do loads of spin-off stuff? It's the first thing they've done that's kind of a Bond spin-off, but it's a, a reality thing. Yeah, from the, the looks pri- of it, it's done really, prizes, really well. Like, you know, the money everyone's coming out. Like, three couple, I won't say in case you're watching, but people earn a lot of money out of it. Interesting. It fun. But then I've been watching uh, Squid Game The Challenge as well. Not been watching it at all. I loved uh, the yeah, show. I wasn't, yeah, loved the show because the weird thing was, I think that came out this year as well. I don't think we mentioned it at the start mm, of the year. Yeah, maybe. So, and I nearly, I, I saw them auditioning and I was really tempted to sling in on an audition to do the challenge. So it's basically Squid Game, that, yeah. but you, you're going to go and do it for 4.6 million. And obviously watching human beings, like it's unscripted and just watching human, watching the psychology of people, like pack mentality, and it's, it's really good. It's fascinating. But I've heard that uh, a lot of the contestants are suing for injuries. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard there's people suing for injuries. I've been torn on if that's a marketing thing because I think it's really good to get people to watch because of Squid Game, because of what it is. But then you might go, ah, it's a fucking TV show. What's the point? The thing that I've heard negative about it, Mm -hmm. and this is just from a few people who started watching it, was the amount of sob stories on it. And not in a, I don't want sob stories, just in a, so many people on there going, I can't afford... Like, I'm skin, I can't afford to pay my bills. And that's what was horrific about the actual TV show. Mm. That's not meant to be reality. You're not actually meant to be getting people who are on the fucking poverty line that are there to try and pay their bills rather than... I would say this. Watch it and then you tell me if you think everyone on that's on the poverty line. I don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I said it was just literally some people who started it and was like, oh, these, this is a bit much for... Yeah. And again, you get... I don't agree. That's fair, that's fair. Um, I've got two recommendations specifically for Chris. Um, so when Molly's gone to bed early and you don't oh, wow. want to play a computer game, yeah. so Vinland Saga, oh, it's yeah. an anime on Netflix mm-hmm. that yeah. I think is fantastic. I watched the yeah. first series... All while I was in Spain, actually. And it was just, it blew me away. I had loads of travels. So I downloaded a load of it on, because where we were filming was proper remote. So you're flying in and then you've got this long van journey. Yeah, just really good Viking thing. And it's just, yeah, it's fantastic. It's anime, yeah, it's anime. Um, and then the other one, harder to find. So, so you've got a torrent or whatever, because it isn't out over here. And you know I'm not someone for, for doing that, but I'd had such high recommendations. Scavenger's Rain. It's on Max in America. So it's part of HBO, but Max isn't even HBO Max. So it's its own standalone thing that's only on Prime out there. It's really odd. But um, I think it's the best depiction I've ever seen of life on another planet. It's a sci-fi thing and it's these these space... No, no, it's it's, it's cartoon. I don't think it's anime. I think it's American-made. So it's... um, But this space crew have crashed on an alien planet and just the depiction of life forms and that it's like it's been described in a lot of things that it's like watching a David Attenborough documentary but it happens to be on a a planet other than Earth and it's like all the way they tell all of these things and the way they act and Scavenger's Rain it blew me away I binged it's like 12 episodes but but they're like 20-25 minutes each so it's, it's, it's only a four five hour watch but yeah, really good, and just hoping that it comes out over at some point, or there's there's more series. Um, the other one, have you watched Gen V? Yeah, well, well, me and Mum started watching it, and the point where um, there was a girl riding a giant cock was kind of difficult to. Um... You know, it's, it's a new series on Pornhub that um, <laughs> no, 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 it's, not, it's, a, it's the boys it's a spin-off. spin-off. Oh, it seems decent. Like, really enjoyed it. I, I, like, when it came out, I hadn't heard much about it, so I thought, oh, it must be shit. That's kind of the the, the default now. If if there's not an article saying it's the best TV show ever, it must be shit. It's such yeah. a weird thing how we are with TV. And I will say, we've had Succession, The Last of Us, The Bear, and and Barry all this year, which I all think were near perfect the TV. I think they're all all amazing. But, you know, oh, it does... Oh, Fuck, how have we not spoke about yeah. that? I love it. I think oh, it's amazing. But again, yeah. it's That's one... That's probably my favourite show of the year. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it's probably mine as well. Scavenger Rain gives it a run. You can't Oh, can I not? No. All right, I'll go for... No, yeah, but yeah, Gen V, yeah, it's a spin-off. Did you watch The Boys? You did, did you? Then you enjoyed it. Oh, you liked the comics, didn't you? yeah. Did you say you like the comics? Yeah, I've got the, the boys' comic. I don't yeah. know if there's loads of them, but I've got Yeah, the, there's loads. Yeah, yeah I've got, got the first one. one. Yeah. Where <laughs> it all good. kicks off. Yeah, where it all begins. And that's but what yeah. the show was, that comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gen V, really good. Mm. Really recommend it. I liked I liked Fall of the House of, the House of Usher as well. Yeah, just... Uh, it's just a bit of you, Chris. Up. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, there's a show I'm not seeing many people talk about called Culprits on Disney. That's like a heist thing. Yeah. Really good fun. Yeah. Really. Right. I've seen that advertised. Yeah, it's really good. It's visually really good. Every All the cast are really good. The story's really good. It's one of them shows that it's not The Bear or Succession mm-hmm. or whatever else, but not everything has to be. Again, I've got this kind of bee in my, my bonnet now of how every film even has to be the best film of all time. Mm-hmm. Or like the recent Scorsese film, uh, Killers of the Flower yeah, Moon. Yeah. Everyone was like... It's a modern masterpiece. It's the best thing he's ever done. I went and saw it. I really enjoyed it, yeah. but I got less out of it because everyone was like, it's the best yeah. Yeah, thing yeah, ever. Yeah. And for me, it well, wasn't. It has to be pushed to that extreme. Yeah, it? it's, it's fucking annoying. Yeah. But yeah, I love that. So yeah, loads of good stuff. And Taskmaster. I know neither of you watch Taskmaster, do you? Yeah. I, I, I think you'd I both did, adore it if you watch, if you yeah. watch no, the full no, series. No, no, it frustrates me. Does it frustrate you? Yeah, it really frustrates oh, me. So I always good. think they're not doing it as well as me. There's a guy in it this year called Sam Campbell, yeah. who I'll send you and Mark the link yeah. to his, his stand-up. What's it called? Um, he's got a particular stand-up on, on YouTube that's all in a circle because he's, he's pretending a hitman is trying to kill him. So the whole thing is, is through a scope. 
and you two would love him. I think you probably would as, as well, Stu, but um, he's not a miserable old man, so you oh, might not. But, but um, honestly, he's he, I'd never heard of him. He's Australian lad. He's in with all the the Auntie Donnie lads, yeah, yeah. so he's he's down with all of them. I'd never heard of him, and he has just been a revelation. Every podcast I've heard him on has been the best podcast of the year. His stand up, I said, was astounding. Yeah. It's good nice. shit. Shout out for season three of Tim Robbins. I think you should leave as well. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. God, oh, it's so, so good. The Smoking Crooner is. Yeah. Was that that guy's name? It's so good. Have, have you ever watched that? No. It's, it's, it's young people stuff. Right. Um, let's end this episode and we will be back. We're going to start the next one with some favorite podcasts, either that you've listened to or that you've. Um, recorded yourself but we'll kick things off with morals in podcasting we've got to do the Dartford story of course or someone asked for that like one of the we've forgotten socials again but yeah someone's asked for that so we'll do the Dartford story yeah You've been listening to Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces. There you go. That was part two. It's The wheels are starting to come off. The wheels are starting to come off a bit. I mean, the wheels were coming off at the start because we were all... In the first episode, you'd be surprised how kind of watery-eyed me and Stu were getting. You wouldn't be surprised because I talked about how we crow all the time. Anyway, why am I rambling at the end of this? I'll see you for the next episode. There's five parts. This is just the second. Let's go.